Hello, everyone. You're listening to Elisa Unfiltered Living Life Out Loud, the podcast. My name is Elisa curry and I'm here today speaking from the heart to inspire and motivate you to be your best self. There is so much more to life than the nine to five daily grind, and I want to share all of my secrets with you. So let's get started. Hello, you beautiful and powerful human. Welcome to the Elisa Unfiltered Podcast. My name is Elisa. Today, it is Wednesday, October 13th, 2021. It is 6.30 a.m. I feel like I still have my like morning voice right now, <laughs> so bear with me. Now, I have to say, in my part of the world, if you don't know, I live in Ottawa, Canada. The last couple of weeks have just been absolutely gorgeous outside. It's been warm, like we're talking 20 to 24 degrees Celsius, which I think like for those of you in the US, it's like 75, like in the mid 70s, maybe even 80. There's been sun, there's no wind. It's just like absolutely glorious outside. So I wanted to take this opportunity to discuss Yes, the weather and a little bit, touch a little bit on why some of us are feeling so tired and low energy, how the seasons affect us and how to pay attention to what's going on inside your mind and inside your body as we shift into a new season. So no, I am not a seasonal depression expert, but what I am an expert at is paying attention to my life helping you to pay attention to your life and make good, healthy, sustainable choices that are in the best interest of your mind, your body, and your soul. So you as a person, your person. And let's face it, weather and the natural elements of this earth, the air, the atmosphere, the pressure in the atmosphere... Okay, they have a dramatic effect on how we feel, a really dramatic effect. And today, for all of you wonderful humans who have chosen to select this episode and press play, thank you. And I think you're going to connect hard with this episode. I think you're going to connect hard. Fall, it can be, or maybe I should say, it, it can feel, fall can feel chaotic, especially if you are Canadian or you live in a northern area of the world where you experience more dramatic seasons, that's not to discredit or discount um, anyone that's more south because, yeah, you do feel seasons change. It's a little bit different. It might stay warm where you live or above freezing uh, all year, but there are some transitions like some are super hot for you. <laughs> However, if you live in an area that doesn't really feel a huge dramatic shift, that doesn't mean that you're not going to feel things happening around you, okay? So up north in Canada, our days are getting a lot shorter. And in Ottawa, like, we are feeling it. Daylight savings is coming. They pushed it back a month. So it's 6.30 a.m. and it's pitch dark outside. Um, and that's just going to get worse and worse and worse until our days. I think we get, like, eight hours or seven and a half hours of sun on the shortest day of the year. It's, it's quite different than the, I think, 18 hours that we get in the summer. So 
less sunlight equals less serotonin, less natural hormones, vitamin D, and our brain our brain's natural circadian rhythm for sleep habits, like all of our natural rhythms kind of get out of whack. So we sleep less and we have trouble falling asleep or getting into a deep sleep. Some people even um, oversleep, right? So they feel tired all the time. They can't quite wake up in the morning as easily as they can in the summer. And because being well rested in many cases is their lead domino. So the thing that sets them up to have a healthy and successful day. When sleep gets out of whack, many people that live in that state of unrest are just not tipping the other dominoes down and and it's causing us to get even more out of alignment with ourselves and more out of touch with who we are. And despite the fact like that, yeah, where I live has been gorgeous. Actually, I want to, I want to say I pulled uh, some members in my Facebook group. And it was really interesting because I was feeling as soon as the days like got shorter than I don't know, whatever, I started feeling more anxious and depressed in my body. And I was like, my cue, I'm like, okay, I need to really start to take care of myself and start supporting myself during this time. And I I pulled my Facebook group and I was pleasantly surprised with how many people love fall. They love to get out in the crisper air. They love the colors and the trees. They love to spend time outside. In fact, it's arguably one of the most favorite seasons of the year. I was listening to it on the radio. They were doing this poll and for many people, summer is actually not the most favorite because I think it gets too hot, you know? And so people are loving the fall, which I, I thought was beautiful. I also love the fall. I love that. I love going hiking. Like Michael and I are going on hikes every week. We're like spending a lot of time outside. However, things are starting to change. And that's why I wanted to bring up this conversation which might be, you know, a couple of weeks early for some, you might start to feel the shifts now or maybe next week and into November. But it's really important to tap into this. All right. Now, plus, in addition to that, autumn anxiety is a thing. Autumn anxiety is a thing. We're not talking seasonal depression necessarily. We're talking more of like the anxiety that comes at this time of year, which is for the most part quite subconscious in people. So some people, they they used to say this was because school was starting back up. So whether you're a student or a parent, parenting students, um, all of that sort of causes a certain level of anxiety. And you can add the layer of the pandemic right now on top of that just to make it even more um, stressful. But for those of us that aren't in school and that we don't have kids in school, other things might be weighing us down in this time, uh, such as the stress of the looming holiday season. All right, the days, even if you love Christmas, there is a level of stress there that comes with meeting family. What are we gonna do this year? Things are so different. Some people are afraid, families are divided, um, and there's a cost to it. Things, people get a little bit stressed. The days are getting shorter and shorter all the way until December 21st, like I said, 
when it's the winter solstice and then they start to get long again. And or possibly people also feel regret from not having achieved all of their summer goals. All right. Be them fitness, health, weight loss, household projects, things that we say that we're going to do over the summer. When we commit to something and think we have the whole summer to achieve it, and then like there, we blink our eyes and summer's over, that energy is still inside of us. And we feel, some of us can feel anxious about it and hold on to it and feel maybe like a failure. Or we start to doubt ourselves and doubt our ability to commit to things or achieve goals something along those lines. Not to mention, again, COVID, the division amongst families right now. This has been like a big situation in some of my friend groups and family. The trust that's being questioned, people are now losing their jobs here in Canada. I know every country has a little bit of a different restriction or mandate from the governments, other provinces, territories, states, whatever. Um, so people that are unvaccinated now in Canada are losing their jobs. Students can't go to university, whether it's online or in person here in Canada, unless they're vaccinated. So I'm not going to get into the vax, unvax debate here, but there's a lot of things that are happening that, um, are causing quite a bit of stress. So, so many rules, there's opinions, scientific articles and politics influencing the narrative. And it's really confusing and it's, and it's stressful. It's just, it's stressful. So I wanted to come and talk today because fucking hell, it's a messy world out there right now. And many, many, many people are feeling alone and even more separated than ever. And yeah, we're feeling exhausted. I'm feeling exhausted in, in, in more ways than none. I have this looming sort of like dark cloud. Uh, Maybe it's not a super negative dark cloud. It's just this energy around me um, that I'm definitely paying attention to. And what I'm refusing to do is accepting that being tired all day is okay. That's not okay. It's not okay to be tired and exhausted and overwhelmed and feeling burnt out by this. That's not okay, all right? There is no doubt that many people have been in a low to medium level of like flight, fight, flight, fawn for over a year now. Our hormones are crazy. Our cortisol levels are exploding. Our adrenaline is exploding. Some people's bodies are just like blowing up in different ways. And this is all sort of like... What's happening in the world, as well as the seasons changing, there's a, there's many p- factors at play here that know it's not your fault. However, using your awareness practice and being able to pay attention without judgment. So it's not your fault. You're not putting blame. You're not judging this as good or bad. You can start to pay attention to how you feel in a different way so that you can start to cope and soothe yourself and heal yourself and nurse yourself back into health, okay? Nursing your own self, learning skills how to do that. So today I wanna talk about three ways that you can use your awareness to help you through this like autumn anxiety or seasonal depression, however you're sort of feeling that shift and help you to come back to your truth and stand in it and make the best decisions for your overall health. How does that sound? 
right about now. This is going to be sort of like a teaching podcast. I love these three points. They may not be what you expect. This is not your typical, um, well, maybe it is for some of you. <laughs> I just want to say like, I, I'm going to say a few things that you may not expect. All right. Now, if again, this podcast might be a couple weeks ahead. So if you're listening to it today, keep these things in mind when the weather really starts getting cold and the days really start getting short and um, and all the leaves are down. <laughs> um, and if you have spent more time out in October, I love that. Good for you. I mean, I certainly have. I've spent more time outside in October than I think I have the whole summer, which is crazy because I was outside all day. It's just been so lovely. And yet I still feel the effects. And it's in my best interest to tend to my needs and get through the season change with grace. That is in my best interest. Also, also, (laughs) I wasn't sure if I was going to mention this, but I had a traumatic experience last week. I'm actually not going to discuss it here, but it was one of those colossal misunderstandings that gutted me in ways I can't even describe, like heart dropped, stomach dropped, uh, threw me for a, an incredibly emotional loop. I could hardly show up for myself. Um, it was it was very unfortunate. I had a very unfortunate um, experience with a friend. And the main reason I was able to transfer that energy out of myself, like get rid of it, as opposed to holding it, burying it, trying to pretend it wasn't there was to, because I recognized that that energy was not mine and I had to let it come through me and leave. So I did that by connecting to the earth, all right? Connecting to nature, being outside. So I walked outside, I sat outside, I ran my toes through the grass, I held my head to the sun, my face to the sun, I sat in silence, I worked outside, I did yard work, I made some super fun reels and other videos, I played with the cats outside, harvested more of my garden, watched the sunset and rise. And this brings me to my first way, my first tip for seasonal anxiety or depression is to get outside. Now, I know that everyone's like, get outside, get outside, fresh air, this, fresh out of that. But until you make it a practice and get out, and it doesn't even mean you have to move. It's like, go outside and just be with the ground. It's, it's. It's so grounding and helps you to connect and regain balance in your life. Now, you may or may not know this, but right now, October 13th, Mercury is in retrograde. (laughs) Now, this is something that I didn't like exactly believe in for years and years. Like Mercury goes into retrograde like a couple times a year, maybe three times a year. And it's like... I'm not an expert in this, but it's like the illusion that the planet Mercury, the way it travels around the sun and where we are in relation to the sun and the planets, it looks like Mercury is moving away from us when it's really coming to us. And this like weird anomaly that like science baffles science. They don't know why that it happens that way, even though it's coming towards us, it looks like it's moving away. Um, 
causes like this energetic shift in the universe and people feel it. All right. <laughs> people feel it. Now, you don't need to be a scientist to feel that weather and atmospheric pressure like has an effect on your body, especially if you have a strong awareness practice and you have a sense of how your body shifts when things, when it gets dark out or like the biodex, like, you know, people, when storms come, they get headaches. When there's a full moon, they get headaches. Our bodies are like 80% water or when it gets cold, our joints start to hurt, things like that. And yeah, like I, I was just saying, our bodies are 80% water and water moves and flows and responds to pressure and atmospheric shifts. So we, a lot of people can feel that. And yeah, I know that was a bit of a tangent, but I really want to get into this tip because it's so important to get outside, feel the sun in our face. If, if when it gets colder, put more layers on, put a jacket on, put a toque on, bundle up, go for a walk, feel the crisp air on your lungs, just stand outside, be mindful of the contact you're making on the ground. You know, right now I am definitely going out and having um, like skin to ground contact until it gets too cold. Skin to ground. So like no socks or shoes. And I'm standing like on not concrete, not the driveway, but like on the grass or if you have sand or if there's water, like put your toes in the sand. Even if it's a river or a beach, like grass is amazing. Feel the grass between your toes and stand there and connect. I oftentimes do this like super quick one minute meditation where I take a deep breath in and I feel the energy from the ground coming through my feet into my body. And as I exhale, I root down. So I actually imagine roots digging from the bottoms of my feet into the ground and it's connecting me. All right. This is a really interesting grounding meditation. It really works for me to come back into my body and like replenish myself because everything is energy, right? Everything is energy. So these are things that people deem like voodoo or hippie shit or like (laughs) it's outside of the spiritual realm of our society. So it's hard to accept that these things are, they genuinely work. But if you do it, and you get over that belief and you start to pay attention to energies, oh, you can really shift so much in your life. You can shift so much. And when it comes down to it, you can connect to the earth. You can call con- hip- you can call connecting to the earth hippie, spiritual gangster shit all you want, but denying yourself the opportunity to connect to the earth is denying yourself direct connection to your soul. Our souls want to be seen and want to be heard and grounding yourself down into the energy of the planet is what every single soul wants. It wants that connection to positive life forces. The the soul doesn't care about your brand new car or the newest Apple watch or the best Netflix show ever. It literally doesn't give a shit. You are not fueling your soul using money. You are not giving your body natural hormones to help balance you and help you feel good about your inner life force by getting that promotion or buying a new dress. Those those illusions are egocentric, which isn't a bad thing because our ego is part of us and it's not our ego is not bad either. The ego is just that story that when you get 
this or you achieve success, you will be happy. But that happiness is always temporary. The ego moves on to the next thing. The soul is like your life force inside of you and it wants connection. Nature and connecting to it, its rhythms, its powers, its perfection is where it's all at. All of the rest of that fluff, all of that is 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 brand new to the human experience. It means nothing, yet we give it so much value and attach our identity to it. So, and I do it myself too. I I I fully like you're not alone. I'm not above this. This is something that happens in my brain too. It's the way our egos work, the way we are conditioned and domesticated in life to think and believe and act. Humans have existed and thrived on this planet for thousands of years without Netflix and without diamond rings and without, you know, Apple watches or whatever, or the internet or working 40 hours, 50 hours a week and barely being able to live because the cost of living is so expensive. And yes, that's a subject for another day. Like overworked, underpaid, like people have existed on this planet forever and they have thrived. All right. However, when you kind of zoom out and take a look at what's happening to the human race in general, not just to you, but like everyone, what's actually happening, it's it's really interesting. It's really interesting. Humans, we lived off the land and never, ever, ever got bored laying on our backs, staring up at the stars. This is like a modern day problem. So, so... Tip number one, give your soul a boost and make choices that allow you to be outside. Now, I actually, I heard this quote on Instagram like yesterday and I really love it and I want to share it. Um, because, you know, one of the biggest excuses or objections is a better word that I hear is I don't have time or I just can't or I'm too busy, whatever. And this quote really hit me because sometimes I, I use those objections myself. So if you are emotionally tired, take a break. If you can't take a break, then take a moment. If you can't take a moment, change your routine. End quote. Get it? If you can't take a break and take some breaths of fresh air every day and ground into the earth in some way, shape or form, that is your sign to change your routine. Give yourself that gift. Why? Because you are worthy of this self-soul connection. So choose differently. Even if it's five minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes a day, you can give yourself 10 minutes a day. And which this brings me to my next tip. And oh, this is a good one. Tip number two. Um, tip number one was get outside. I don't know if I mentioned that enough. Connect to the earth. Tip number two is, um, is to shift your perspective on your worth. Shift your perspective of how worthy you are. And I know like, and this happens to me too. Like I, I love this saying, and I say this often, you are beautiful, you are worthy, you matter. And I know that that's sometimes hard for people to receive. They don't hear it in a sense that they can agree to it or believe that it's true. And this is because we have just, we have forgotten 
we have forgotten that we are beautiful, that we are worthy, and that we matter. So I want you to picture yourself. I, I, let's 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 clear the air here. Let's do a little um, exercise. <laughs> I want you to picture yourself holding a baby. You know, like a cute, precious little baby. And this could be your baby. It could be your future baby, uh, your niece or nephew, your BFF's newborn, or or just like a special random baby. It doesn't matter that you get to hold in your arms, okay? So wherever you are, just take a moment and and hold a baby and look at that baby. Stare down at that baby. Look at its preciousness. Now, I want you from a scale of 1 to 100 to rate this baby's value, 1 being of no value and 10 being of the most valuable soul ever, like this precious thing. The answer would be easy. It's 100, and yet... That child really doesn't contribute anything to achieve that amount of value. It poops, it its pants, it cries, it pukes, it poops more. (laughs) And, And yet its value isn't contingent upon what it produces, what it owns, what it buys. And here's the kicker. You were that baby one time. And then you grew up and somehow you forgot that truth. The truth that worth isn't contingent on what you do, what you say, what friends you have, how much money you make. Your worth is inherently given. All people have a worth of 100, no matter what. You are worth 100. You have simply learned to forget this because of the conditioning of today's society, of your domestication of life, how you were trained to think and behave. I say trained, that sounds so (laughs) animalistic or like dog-like, but honestly, we are trained in the exact same way that a dog is trained. Only we don't call it that. (laughs) We, We call that life. We call that growing up. And maybe... Maybe, for example, you've been domesticated to learn that you need to earn your worth. You need to look worthy to other people. You need to act worthy in order to be of value to others, okay? But the truth is that you simply need to exist. So as the days get shorter and you begin to feel more off, if that's the case for you, pay attention to the ways that you have learned to diminish your own worth, to dim the light that is inherently yours and has been yours and will always be yours because you have the worth of a hundred. You have a worth of a hundred. And it's time for you to see that. And might I add, rewind, be kind, please rewind to tip number one, connecting to the earth and grounding and being out in nature, filling your soul is helpful to shift this narrative as well. All right. So that was a hopefully a perspective shift that's going to kick you in to start to help because when we don't feel worthy, when we when we diminish our light, um, when we think and behave small, we oftentimes don't make choices that will help to strengthen our worth. So I want you to start every day and remind yourself that you are. 100. All right, you have forgotten. And that's okay. It's normal. I forgot too. 
It's my, literally, it's my life's work to remind myself every day that I am 100. Let's move on. Tip number three. This, um, th- okay, okay. Uh, this was challenging. This was a challenging one to decide upon because I, I'm not going to say to focus on exercise or your sleep even or meditation or to like hug more, get more physical contact. I, I actually almost chose to remind you all of like that shower challenge. You know, if you, you would have heard about this if you did my five-day wake-up challenge, which is a free challenge you can get on my website, alisaunfiltered.com. It's under free stuff. Um, five-day wake-up where you you one of the challenges is you touch your entire body in a certain way when you're in the shower. It's non-sexual, but it's to give loving affirmations to your body and and you know appreciate everything your body does for you. It's really good. Remember that? If you've done it, like amazing. Like sheesh, most of most of us are so touch deprived that adding practices to your day that allows you to connect to your skin and to other people's skin and the vibrations of other people and love your body is like epic. It is so, 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 so needed. Like, huh. However, the last tip I wish to discuss with you is none of those things. Even though all of them are like 1000% important contributing to my personal practice and my overall mental and emotional and physical wellness. So what's number three? I know you're dying to know what I'm going to say. And before I go ahead and, okay, before I say this and before you judge this tip, I want you first to analyze your level of attachment about what I'm going to say right after I say it. So when I say what this tip is, I want you to get into your body and feel your reaction, your initial reaction to it. And what do I mean by attachment? I mean, observe in what ways your identity will feel threatened, meaning who you are as a person, if you no longer do this, okay? or canceling something, <laughs> or even observe the immediate objections or resistance, okay? All right, my tip, and honestly, I'm challenging every single person listening right now to stop watching the news. Stop reading the news, be it local, national, or celebrity gossip, all right? Unfollow or mute for now if that's feels more, if that resonates with you more, unfollow all of the news channels that you follow, unfollow all of your pandemic updates, turn it off, turn it all off, stop watching the news until 2022. All right, so let's look at that. That's like eight, nine, 10, 10, 11 weeks or so from this point. Trust me when I say this, you don't need to watch the news. I don't care what news channels are your favorite, whether you listen to news radio in the background while you clean the house, change it up, whether your cousin's a weatherman and you have to support him, cancel the news. How does that idea feel or sound, sound or feel in in your body right now? Now, I realize there's going to be some people that might feel 100% relieved and kind of welcome to this idea. Others will resist immediately. 
pay attention to both wherever you are on that spectrum because one side means you're a little bit less attached to the current narrative and the other side means you're very attached. So the person who feels more attached will feel as though they would be losing a part of who they are and start like, well, I need to know. I need to know what's happening in the world. And, and that the news is really important to them. It feeds them the information that they will need to function in the day. And without that, there's like uh, an emptiness. So pay attention to that. And I, I can also bet that there's people who will think something along the lines of like, I don't really watch the news anyways. Now, if this is you, if you're thinking this or you thought it, I want you to listen very closely. There are thousands of ways to get the news right now, to be updated. So stay true to yourself and observe how you actually take in the news from wherever you are. What information are you seeking? Do you casually browse? Do you listen to, be it the radio, be it TV? And so why am I challenging to do you to do this? To be honest, this was actually a challenge presented to me by my spiritual coach, Adele Stratton, who I refer to as my Yoda. So she she presented this challenge to me about six or seven years ago. And at the time I was like, a, I was a world traveler. I wanted to be in the know of all the current global affairs. I'd wake up, I'd put CNN on, I'd read the newspaper, I'd read the newspaper on flights, I'd do the word puzzles, <laughs> I'd read magazines. And yes, magazines are news too. Entertainment Tonight was like my favorite show I always watched. Like the go- I, I love the gossip stuff. And I decided, I was sort of open to the idea. I took Yoda up on this challenge and I even took it one step further. And if you're up for it, I strongly recommend you take it one step further as well. I stopped watching TV in general. And before you go judging me as a crazy person, yes, I still watched all of my favorite shows on Netflix, okay? But no, no TV meant no commercials, no marketing, no narratives influencing my personal judgment. And this experiment, it changed my life. It's probably single-handedly the most impactful decision that I made for myself in regards to connecting to my intuition. This was all like when I started practicing awareness and like really, really connecting to my intuition, what's right for my body and how I could hear the voice of my soul. So how can you hear the voice of your soul with whom has been buried under the narratives of our cultural expectations and obligations and conditions when there's literally white noise all around us, literally white noise. And even now that white noise is, is like, it's bombarding everyone. It's bombarding everyone's judgment. It's bombarding everyone's life. It's fear-based. And for the most part, whether you agree with that or not, it's, it's, that's fine. The noise is telling you what to think, what to believe, what's right, what's wrong, what to be afraid of, who to be afraid of. You know, what if what you do is good, if what you do is bad, who's right, who's wrong? The news in today's commercial marketing is strategically planting ideas in your mind for profit. You don't need it, all right? You don't, 
you don't even need to believe what I'm saying right now. You just need to disconnect from it for like a period of time. I don't know. I'm saying 10 weeks until 2022. And then you will know. If you completely cut it off, you will start to hear yourself and feel yourself in a different way. I guarantee. I guarantee. Okay. Then you'll, you'll begin to fill the narrative with your truth. What feels right for you? All right. Instead of seeing, I don't know. I mean, I could give you guys examples, but you'll start to feel it in your own body. Some examples that I, I um, remember. I mean, this was so long ago, but like all the people ripping into celebrities, depending on my body image that day, if I was having a bad body day, I, I, I felt good when gossip magazines ripped into someone for looking shitty or looking fat or having wrinkles. That made me feel good, right? When I was having a good body day, I would see really thin models on the beach and think like, I want to be like her or she's so much skinnier than me. I, I, I'm not, I will never be like that. And I would judge myself. I kept comparing even when I was feeling good in my body, you know, I would see news, I would see violence. I would hear these narratives. And I just like, I started to believe things that maybe I didn't, I don't need that energy in me. I, I don't need to be influenced in that way to live my life happy and to be content and connected to myself. So it was a really empowering decision for me. There's, there's literally no value in watching the news that will fill your soul. There's none. All right. And heck, if you want to disconnect from it all and you don't feel a single difference in your life, I'm going to buy you a coffee at Starbucks. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to literally send you a gift card. If you're listening to this and you disconnect from all news media, you know, the word, there's a word that's triggering some people. It's like mainstream media. (laughs) That's like a triggering word in 2020, 2021. But if you listen to any, it's not even mainstream media, it's any media, cut it all off. And you don't notice a shift in your well-being, I will I will treat you to a coffee. You just let me know, okay? <laughs> because there is no better way living in today's world to help with anxiety and depression than to disconnect from all media. Disconnect from it all. None of it. So try it. Live through the withdrawal because there is going to be some. You're going to be wondering. Soothe yourself by going outside and filling up your soul. Remind yourself of your worth. All right. Figure out your lead domino. What is it that you need to have in your life that's not the news or your phone? I'm not even saying don't go on your phone. Replace things, replace the news with other things. Read a book, for example, and listen to a podcast and not a news-based podcast. Um, download a freaking game on your phone. Sometimes when I just want to scroll my phone, I listen to or I watch um, or I play um, Candy Crush Sega. I I like I love word games, actually. Word Brain is such a good game. Fruit Ninja. You know, there's so many amazing solitary games that you can play on your phone. And I'm not suggesting you become a gamer. But if you need to fill the space of where news used to be in your life, there are 
many alternatives. Dancing, going for a walk. Hey, heck, you know what? Sometimes just turning the TV off, not listening to commercials, not being sold on something is that 10 minutes that you need to connect to the earth. And you'll start to pay attention to how you fill your day a little bit differently. All right. And I bet this tip will also help you, like I said, reconnect to your worth. You'll be, you'll start to see who you are from a different lens without the influence of celebrity figures, their diets, weight loss, mistakes, wrinkles, breakups, the lawsuits, what's happening in the world, the death, the death count, the pandemic updates and reminders and the this and the that. And remember, at the end of the day, all of that shit really means nothing. The only thing that matters is you and what choices you make to support yourself, soothe yourself, get your mind right. Get your mind right. Getting your mind right right now. You are an adult. You don't need that influence. Fall is a different, it's a difficult time. It's difficult. And when things get hard, what do you do to tend to them? Where do you go when things get hard? Where do you go in your mind? How are you going to shift and support your well-being? All very wonderful and beautiful questions. So I think I'm going to leave it at that. These are my three tips to help you with autumn anxiety or seasonal depression as we move into the winter months. Get outside, connect to the earth, give yourself at least 10 minutes every single day, redefine your worth, see your worth in a different way. Shift your perspective on who you are and how much value you bring to this earth and you bring to the collective energy. And the last one is stop watching all media forms and see the improvements in your judgment, in your connection to your intuition and your overall energetic well-being. I promise these will help you get through these next months and experience a beautiful, wonderful holiday season and help you to enjoy winter. And then you know what? The coming seasons as well, spring and summer. It's an annual thing, but right now is when we really need to focus on that. Okay, I'm over here giving you a big virtual hug because you just finished another episode of the Elisa Unfiltered podcast. I cannot believe how fast that flew by. And if you want more, head over to elisaunfiltered.com for show notes and all the links to all things Elisa Unfiltered. If any of this resonates, I would love to know about it. Please leave a written review for the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. You can also DM me on Instagram or shoot me an email at elisa at elisaunfiltered.com. Thank you so much for listening. Have the best day, everyone. Until next time.